0: Guilty on all charges. I haven't spoken to you guys since the Ahmed Aubrey case like the of the went to the jury. Tony Katz, Tony Katz, today it's so good to be with you. I figured they would be found guilty of the false imprisonment, I figured they'd be found guilty of the uh, aggravated assault, these three men in the murder of Ahmed Aubrey. That case took place in Georgia, this guy was jogging in the neighborhood. He had been there before. Maybe he was looking around some construction sites, claims that he stole. So these three guys decided they were going to perform a a citizen's arrest, and they were going to hold him there while police showed up. But, they I mean, they, they followed him with their car. They had guns drawn on him. They were trying to keep him in one spot. He was trying to leave. They wouldn't let him leave. He then makes a dash for one of them with a gun. He's shot twice by two different people, uh, the father and son, uh, who both had shotguns. Uh, they kill him. The third guy, a neighbor, was the one driving uh, the truck, I believe. So I said the false imprisonment, all right, you, you, I, I get that. And, and the aggravated assault, yes, because I couldn't figure out how they were going to decide. And, what, and I certainly didn't know enough about Georgia law. There is felony murder and there's malice murder, which we would, I guess, looking at it now, we would decide as second degree and first degree murder, respectively. So malice murder would have been the first degree and felony murder would have been the second degree. You know, one was premeditated. You went out there because you were going to kill him. And the other one was uh, a fight ensues and you kill someone. That would be the felony murder for them. I didn't know how that was going to get looked at. It would not have surprised me, but I just... I said, at the very least, it's going to be the other two. Nope. Found guilty on all of the charges. All of the charges they were found guilty of. And, um, right. What's so interesting about this case is that this case has really done a number the 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 thesis of the political left that America is a bigoted, terrible, awful, horrible place where a person who is black cannot get justice. I want to share with you this was uh Ahmed Aubrey's father. He's uh speaking at a was it, after the, it was after the trial, clearly, but I don't know if it was right after. Or there was an event later. And who is he surrounded by? He's surrounded by Al Sharpton and Ben Crump. Ben Crump uh, was the lawyer uh, for George Floyd's family and civil rights attorney. He represented Arbery's father. And his point was that the verdict has delivered the Arbery family, quote, some justice. So, you know, uh, it, 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 it's, it's very, very clear that this isn't what he wanted. What he wanted was the racial strife that they were trying to create. This was Ackerman Arbery's father. For real, all life matters. Oh Not just black children. We don't want to see on, nobody mom. go through this. Nobody. I don't want to see no daddy watch a kid get left and shot down like that. That's right, Ma. So it's all our problem. It's all our problem. Yeah. So, hey, let's keep fighting. Let's keep fighting. Let's keep doing it and making this place a better place for all human beings. Amen. All Come human on, beings. Yeah. Amen. Love everybody. I'm talking Amen. about Love everybody. Love everybody. That's right, All human beings need to be treated equally. Yeah. Now, you and I hear that and go, my gosh, all lives do matter. Let's treat people equally. Let's make it a better place. You and I hear that. And by the way, you'll notice it's radio. I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're black or white or Asian or Hispanic or anything else. I don't know if you're gay or straight or, or bi. I don't know if you're Jewish or Christian or Muslim. I don't know if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I don't know. But I got to assume if we're all engaged in this conversation together, we listen to that. We're like, yeah, yes, that's awesome. You know who was upset by it? Al Sharpton and Ben Crump. It was very obvious when you watch the video. Oh, they don't like this. They were going to get him off the microphone. It seemed very obvious that they were upset. That somebody wasn't pushing. The racial strife that pays them so. The racial division that makes their lives work. They don't want it to be better. They want to be in the news. The strife. You know, we we talk about the racial divide. How How do you heal the racial divide when the wound is so profitable? That's my line. No one's got an answer for me yet, by the way. These people aren't interested in it. Ackman aubrey's father seems to be interested in it and uh, how how do you not wish that man anything but but peace anything but uh uh a a a comforted life for 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 the rest of his days it's all it's all you could wish him It's all you could want for him now the news came out today that Jack Dorsey is leaving Twitter. Uh, Dorsey, he runs Twitter and Dorsey also runs Square. Dorsey makes some money, drives me crazy, drives me nuts, but he did it, so good on him. And as you know, uh, Twitter, is very, very good at, uh, well, stopping people from speaking out. We talk about the New York Post. It was Twitter that, you know, it was Twitter that said, nope, you can't share that story about Hunter Biden and his laptop. The Hunter Biden laptop story is gigantic. The reporting that the New York Post has been doing, how Joe Biden was involved in a deal that Hunter Biden was putting together with the Chinese, it's a book Miranda Devine is writing called Laptop from Hell. This is the laptop that was left at a uh, computer repair shop in Delaware. And it is Biden. I mean, it is Hunter Biden's. And here was the New York Post having the story. They had it cold, man. They had it. And here's Twitter saying, no, we won't let you share that story here. They put their fingers on the scale of an election. The Bidens are corrupt, and Joe Biden is as well. And I believe, based on the excerpts and the readings that I've done from this, that's what this book is about to show you. I don't, you know, when these books come out, I don't buy these books. I may buy this one. Somebody who actually went through it, understands it, breaks down what it is, how they of the Biden family was working, and we're talking about Hunter and his uncle, Joe Biden's brother, Jim Biden, entering a deal with the conglomerate CFEC, which is a massive energy concern out of China, and how that's the, how they got connected with Tony Bobulinski, and then it all connects to Joe Biden. This story is out. And this is a story that Twitter and Jack Dorsey moved to strike. Jack Dorsey doesn't deserve any of your respect whatsoever. Jack Dorsey is a bad guy. We should be clear about this. He's a bad dude. but the fact that that he is is out at, uh, at Twitter doesn't change Twitter. so I I had noted and I shared a tweet uh, that is from who the guy who's now the the, the CEO of Twitter, Brag Agrawal. And it's a tweet from 2010. And the tweet reads, if, if they are not gonna make a distinction between Muslims and extremists, then why should I distinguish between white people and racists? Now this tweet is 12 years old. And this tweet is in quotes. It's actually 11 years old. I said 12. My mistake. And it's in quotes. So I don't know if he said it or if he's quoting somebody else. So people are like, why are you sharing this? It has quotes in it. It's 22 years ago. No, 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 no. I'd normally agree with you, but the rules of wokeness are clear. Old tweets can be used against you and will. And he's the new CEO of Twitter. A tweet like that today from the wrong person would get them banned or suspended. I can't say things like that. I would get banned or suspended. Yet here's the guy who's now taking over of Twitter, and this is history. This is his history. So why should... Why should we not notice... Why should we not notice? It seems to me that if they have rules, if they have rules, why can't we? Why can't we use them? That's the question. The the people on Twitter wanna tell me it was a rhetorical question. He's not saying all oh, white people are racist, but the fact remains that some are. Still, that's not his point. Get over yourself. White people sun up a 12-year-old tweet, and this is what they grab. Okay, I, look, I, I don't know what to tell you. There are rules. Don't get angry with me. Get angry at yourself. Get angry at Twitter. Get angry at the world that Jack Dorsey created on social media. Don't get angry with me. I would rather everybody was just normal. But they're not normal. So now you're angry with me for pointing it out? And a guy tweets something I retweeted. I just felt like retweeting it. I was bored. Does it matter? Was I making a statement? You decided I was making a statement. I didn't decide I was making a statement. But then you asked me about it and I said the the CEO should answer for this. And I even put out as the argument that the new CEO of Twitter is just quoting this. If they are not going to make a distinction between Muslims and extremists, then why should I distinguish between white people and racists? I don't know if he believes that or he's quoting somebody else. I don't know what the reason for that tweet is. If quoted, who's he quoting it from and why? He should answer the questions. Why not? What's so wrong with saying that? He doesn't have to. I'm saying he should. Look how mad people get on social media for bringing it up. And then, of course, the answer is, it's because somehow you're a racist for bringing it up. It's just so boring. These people who scream racism all day, every day, blah, 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 blah. The 1619 Project is alive. You call me a racist for saying so. I'm going to laugh in your face, and I'm going to laugh in your mom's face. Because the 1619 Project is a lie because Nicole Hannah Jones said so. And the New York Times pushes lies because narrative is more important than news to them. You want to tell me that anti racism is actually an opposition to racism? It's a lie. Anti racism is bigotry, pure, raw, unadulterated bigotry. It teaches people to hate, it divides people, it ruins societies and has no place in schools, and the people who support that stuff should be thrown out of positions of leadership, thrown out of schools, thrown out of organizations. If you support those who support the 1619 Project, I don't support your organization. And this is going to become a big conversation in America. People have got to be able to say, here's what I do, and here's what I don't do, and here's why, and that's that. And you just got to accept that there might be some things that come with that. This is a story I'm going to get to later in the week. Just wait for it. Don't ask... I noticed something, and you tell me because I noticed that's the bigotry. That's what. That's what's being said here. They're angry that you notice. Well, don't be angry. You set the rules. You set the rules that said I could go back 12 years or as far as uh, as Twitter will go back. So, you know, that's... That's, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. But the real story behind Jack Dorsey leaving is that it doesn't do anything different for us. We still have people who are going to silence others, scream racism, all of this. So the political right should not be somehow thrilled that Jack Dorsey is stepping down. They should be creating more platforms and more content. And I don't want to see any more well-to-do people thinking that they got to make some snarky commentary on Twitter or somewhere else, and that's what's important. I've said this about Donald Trump Jr. before, and I really have nothing against the dude. I've never met him, what have you. I don't want to hear about his books, and I don't want to hear about how he's got got some snarky comments. I don't care about what he says on Fox News. You have friends who are wealthy, collect a billion dollars, build a platform. That's your job, man. I don't want to hear from you. We got people who talk in this here movement. We got a lot of people who do a lot of chitter chatter and jibber jabber. Your job is to put it together a platform, raise the billion dollars and make it happen. What makes you think you have another purpose? You don't. I'm not saying you're a bad dude. I'm saying you don't have another purpose. Mike Lindell, he's crazy. He's nuts. He's ridiculous. He's doing the things. He's also making excellent pillows. You can use promo code Tony at MyPillow.com and get yourself a sweet deal. That's right. I just threw it in there. I ain't even shy. Promo code Tony at MyPillow.com. But you can say anything you want about Lindell. He's doing it. There's the difference. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.